Welcome to Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene Jenkins Cooper. I am your devotionalist, and each Monday and Wednesday, I will share a brief devotional based on a scripture with a theme, reflection, song, and prayer. Let's go to God together. Today's theme is sin. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Sin is our theme today. Sin is such an ugly word. It's a tough subject to speak on. Some people don't want to talk about it. Some Bible teachers, some preachers, and some people don't want to speak about sin because it's so offensive to people. But we know, and they know, that it must be done. Sin is disgusting, but it is ever-present. Therefore, we must talk about it and expose it. The Bible states all have sin and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23 Therefore, none of us are exempt from committing sin. Though we are not to look for opportunities to transgress God's law, Jesus knew no sin. Our scripture today says, For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be the righteousness of God in him. That's 2 Corinthians 5.21. Sin is transgression against God. Sin is simply when we go against God's rules and his plan for our life. I believe we all know when sin started on the earth. Adam and Eve disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden. They had it all. But they wanted more. So they disobeyed God's command. God said that they could eat all you want from the Garden of Eden, except from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 2.17 says, But you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will surely die. You know, God was pretty clear. It was straightforward. He said, if you eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, you will surely die. Uh, That seemed pretty clear to me. Now, imagine Adam and Eve had it all. Imagine the Garden of Eden. I don't know what can compare to that garden because God made it, but Let's think of man-made gardens in the world. Longwood Gardens in Kenneth Square, beautiful. Monet's Gardens in France. San Grato Park in Switzerland. Bouchard Gardens in Canada. Chateau de Vendre in France. These are all man-made gardens. But God created the best garden, the Garden of Eden. But no, Adam and Eve wanted the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. 
You know, sin has consequences. Adam and Eve knew God told them what would happen if they partook of the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. God was clear, but Satan told them otherwise. God said, you will surely die if you eat the fruit. They didn't know of the other consequences. Shall I refresh your memory from Genesis, the third chapter? Some of the consequences that they faced were they were banished from the Garden of Eden. They were booted out of the garden. Broken fellowship with God. Their eyes were opened. Nakedness is now part of their lives. And they understood what nakedness was and had to cover up their bodies. They had to toil the land because the land is now cursed. And ladies, we know childbirth, pain and suffering. Now, I guess they thought they still got away with their sin because they didn't die. God didn't say you're going to die that very moment. He said you will surely die. Death was not immediate, but there was a date appointed by God for their death. Do you remember in school when the teacher said to the class, if you continue to talk, you're going to miss recess? Of course, there was somebody in the class who had to disobey and keep on talking. So everyone missed recess. Or remember when your parents told you if one of your siblings did the wrong thing, everybody was going to be punished. And you know that happened. Let's talk about adults. When an adult commits a crime, they often go to jail. But then the whole entire family suffers as well. No income, no parenting, no family fellowship in the home. You can add the rest. We all have a sin nature and are born into sin. Wait. Not even beautiful little babies like my five-month-old grandbaby. Yes, everybody is born into sin except Jesus. This does not give us an excuse to sin. When sin comes into our lives, we must go to Jesus and ask for forgiveness. 1 John 1, 9. We never want to keep unconfessed sin abounding in our lives. Unconfessed sin affects our prayer life and our walk with Christ, Psalm 66, 18. Sin also affects and will hinder our ministry for the Lord. Jesus paid the price on Calvary's cross with his blood so that we could have eternal life. He redeemed us. Today's scripture says, for he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be the righteousness of God in him. You know, David spent an entire chapter in Psalms explaining his sorrow over the sin in his life in Psalms 51. He asked for mercy to be washed from his iniquity, cleansed from his sin, and restoration of the joy of his salvation. Asked for a clean heart and a renewed right spirit. Can you feel this pain? 
David was granted his wishes. Let no sin reign in our bodies. Romans 6, 12. David was not the only one in the Bible to have sin. Samson went against God's direction not to cut his hair. And he listened to somebody else, just like Adam and Eve did, and he cut his hair. Peter denied Jesus. Peter in the New Testament denied knowing Jesus and even cursed at the people who even asked him if he knew him. Oh my. And you know Judas, you know what he did. He sold Jesus down the river by betraying Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. And what could he have possibly bought with that money that would not decay or become old? There have been many, many people who have sinned since the times of the Old Testament and New Testament. Let's talk about the 21st century. My pastor often talks about the sin of his youth and what he did to help minister to the young adults in the congregation so that they wouldn't make the same type of mistakes. And I could also talk about myself. I won't put anybody's sin out there on, in video land or podcast land. I will just talk about me. Asking God for forgiveness is part of my life. Sometimes when bad stuff happens to me, I ask the Lord, what's up? And I go over my recent life and realize, oops, I did something that was not right and did not confess it. Jesus had to get my attention. Everything bad that happens to us is not because of sin. But I like to check myself first to make sure that's not the reason. God hates sin. You can read all throughout the Bible how he dealt with people who sinned. And God has consequences for our sins. To my Facebook and Instagram friends and those persons that read it often, Please don't let the sin of lust and envy overtake you reading all those posts. Everyone is living their best life on Facebook and Instagram. Really? Be careful. What God has for you is for you. Now, I know I see sometimes the people sitting on the beach in, in the Caribbean. I'm saying, I wish I was there. What God has for you, Marlene, God has for you. Some... Not all those people are faking it. Forgive me, don't judge me. But when I was teaching my middle school students, I had to inform them that all the wealth that they see on television with the rich and famous is not all free and clear. Some of those persons are riding the high life of debt up to their noses. Now, later it comes out that this person did not file taxes, this person filed bankruptcy, this other person lost their house, etc. I am not a hater, but I put it all in perspective. This has nothing to do with today's devotional on sin, but I do teach them about, well, I did teach them about budgeting, living within their means. Okay, back to sin, back to sin. Sin and temptation are all around. We do not have to partake in sinful pleasures. 
It is a choice. One particular sin for some is easily avoided for some and extremely difficult for others not to commit. Each of us are unique. Each of us are uniquely made and we're different. We each have our struggles. Don't judge, lest ye be judged. After struggling with food portions and sticking to a lifestyle food plan, I don't talk about alcoholics and those persons with sex addictions and other addictions, because I know it's hard to stick to a plan. Pray for them and pray for me. We all have a free will to choose to do right or wrong. No robots here. Saints of God, let's confess known and unknown sin in our lives. Do you have an accountability partner that can speak to you when there's something in your life that's not pleasing to the Lord and it's sin and they see it and you don't? Keeping our relationship with the Lord open and free should be our goal. The Lord forgives. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. No reason to feel guilty. Just confess it. In Romans 8, verses 38 to 39, it says, For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principality, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Lord, help us as we try to live holy and confess those things are not pleasing to you. Today's song is Yield Not to Temptation by Horatio R. Palmer. Yield Not to Temptation. Yeah.
Let's go to God together. Dear Lord, we are so sorry for the things that don't please and honor you. Sin has no place in our lives, and we choose to do right, although we do wrong. Help us to do the right thing, Lord God. Thanks for taking our sins upon you on the cross of Calvary and canceling the penalty of sin. Father God, we bless and honor you today. We ask you to pray for those that are suffering from addictions. As you know all the addictions that the persons on that are listening today are suffering from. And we just ask you to help them. And people that have people in their lives that are suffering from addiction. And my God, Father God, we ask you to pray for the people. Pray for us to realize that sin must be checked and confessed. Father God, we love talking about heaven. We love talking about praise and joy and happiness. But we know that sin does not please you. And we aim to please you, dear Father. We bless you. We glorify you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on Grace Notes, Devotions at the Piano with Marlene Jenkins Cooper. Make sure to visit our website, MarleneJenkinsCooper.com, where you can connect with us while you're at it if you found value in this podcast. We appreciate if you click on the button to subscribe or follow and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that will help us out too. If you like this podcast, you might want to check out our book, Grace Notes, five-minute inspirational devotions for the church choir, musicians, and friends of music. Be sure to tune in on Mondays and Wednesdays for our next episodes or devotional. God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Blessings.